Hey girl, it's Jamie KP and Monet Cherie. And today's episode is sure to provide you with insight and motivation around your self-care journey or practice. This episode may even disagree with some of you and that's okay. If you have any feedback or add-ons you'd like to provide on this episode, please leave us a review to let us know you're listening and let us know we're on the right track. Also release new episodes every Monday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit us at intheroomofblackgirls.com to access our episodes. I do also think that it has just became very trendy. Um, and self-care, when I always started self-care, I never thought of... In our room, there's no competition, only wins. In our room, we don't praise monolithic success. We get it on our own terms by any means necessary. In our room, all are welcome. Black female go-getters, doers, and bosses, no matter the title or status. In our room, we normalize a different meaning to Black wealth, stability and abundance in finances, health, and mental wellness. These conversations are shared in a safe space rooted in mutual love, understanding, and encouragement. The door is always open in the room with Black girls. Let's commune. So we have a very hot topic today, and I'm sure opinions are going to differ while some may agree. So we're going to dive right into self-care. So my question is, has the true self-care, the true meaning of self-care diminished? Has self-care practices gone too far? My opinion, yes, it has. Um, So before we dive into it, Monet, how do you feel? How do you feel about self-care? Do you think the self-care culture has gone too far or the meaning behind it has diminished? I just feel like the meaning behind it has gone away. (laughs) And I know we're going to dig deep into it, so I'll hope my thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'll go first. I agree. I I think the meaning behind self-care has diminished. I think it's being represented for something that it wasn't created to be. So I'll go into like the the practical Google definition, which basically means the practice of preserving or improving one's self, sorry, one's own health and happiness. So, and I know we must allow people to choose their own self-care outlook or choose their own self-care practices. However, the recent practices that I see, and this is just my opinion to me, is not self-care. So lately I've been seeing a lot of Um, getting your nails done, your hair done, going out to eat, drinking, and yoga. Now, yoga may be questionable, but the other ones, I can't see how that can be a self-care practice. Like, to me, it's a bit bit shallow. Like, how does getting your nails done or getting your hair done improve your health? Maybe, I mean, maybe your nail health, I suppose. Um, And like, if you're going through something or you need a self-care practice, how is a materialistic care helping with that? And sometimes to me, it can be like a bit privileged. Like you, you're showing people you have to be privileged to get this. What about the people who mm-hmm. can't get their hair done or who can't get their nails done? What are they to do? Like, what are we showing them? Um, mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I get my hair done. I always try to make sure my hair is half decent. But then at those times, it's be like, you'd be like, honestly, I really do those things for the validations of others. And sometimes it's self-consciously, like you don't be knowing that you're doing it. Cause if we go out with a bonnet on our head as black women, we're going to get talked about. Or if you're walking around with chewed up nails, people gonna look at you sideways like, girl, what are you doing? Why are your nails looking like that? Um, 
And then sometimes getting my nails done or getting my hair done sitting in a salon that's taking forever. That's kind of like negative, negatively affecting my self-care. Like, bro, I can be doing something else. So what you think? I want you to go dive into it. Um, I agree. And I feel like we have to get back down to why a person may need self-care. Like, let's just get back down to the root of it. It's one thing to say I may need some alone time versus, like you said, I'm going to just go get my nails done. (laughs) Like, it's one thing to sit with your thoughts and really figure out what's going on with you and what will get you back to feeling 100% like yourself. Um, I do also think that it has just became very trendy. Um, And self-care, when I always thought of self-care, I never thought of, going out I always thought really staying within like (laughs) and that can be and I feel like self-care it can be with other people if you need to talk to someone um but yeah it's just it goes way more beyond than just my physical you know the physical appearance it has become trendy especially on social media and I'll be getting so irritated like you just hashtag self-care you just showed you getting your nails done like how Yeah, that's that's self maintenance (laughs) and self care (laughs) are two different things. (laughs) That's just maintenance. You're doing maintenance. Yeah. And I can see how it can be so confusing to people. Because I'm like, this has really just become privilege for other people. Mm -hmm. Or like you said, the root of knowing when you need self care. Um, And I know for me lately, my recent like running with the the healthcare scare or whatever, that's when I knew like, okay, this is where I need to kind of take charge of my healthcare. And for me, it's my eating habits. Like I don't eat trashy, but some days it's just like, okay, that's too greasy or that's too fat or that's just too much. Now it's just gluten, like gluten. Mm-hmm. But, um, and like, even like I've been doing the, I used to be plant-based and I stopped doing it now. I'm trying to go back. And it's like, when I don't, eat plant-based items I kind of get anxious start having anxiety that's like a form of I'm kind of destroying my self-care um so I do I feel like lately minds has demise a little bit or even like doing things such as staying off of social media or limiting my social media time because it's so easy to compare Mm -hmm. like you will see somebody doing this or see somebody doing that you're just like well why didn't I do that and you will go yeah. and do it without consciously thinking like I'm only doing this for the validation of someone else. So I agree mm-hmm. like, with the root of why you need self-care or even just sitting down and reevaluate, reevaluating your actions and how this is improving your health. Right, right. I agree. So lady, if you're listening, we want to know how has your self-care practice been? with some things that you do to take care of your self-care or are you sitting down thinking like, dang, my self-care practice is diminished, demise. So <laughs> when you realize you need um, some self-care, tender, loving care to yourself, what's some things that you practice? Um, one thing, and I know I need to do more of is just journaling. So just really sitting with myself and my thoughts and just being still. And just writing whatever, whatever comes. I don't go in with a a certain idea or a certain theme of why I'm writing. I literally just write. 
and I feel like I let God just move my hand. And sometimes I feel like, of course, if it's emotional, if it gets to that point, sometimes I burn, you know, God will sign and then burn that piece of paper. And then it's kind of like a release. Um, I do a lot of walks. I talk to people. Um, I do have a therapist. So just doing things to really, um, I don't even know if it's even figuring out anything. Maybe it's just, just to talk about life. Cause sometimes, you know, life is life and it's hard. And sometimes you just need to express that to someone or just to yourself or to the universe and get it out there. Um, so those are a few things that I do. And when I know I need to do those things, um, when I can tell my communication is changing, <laughs> I may be a little more stern than I normally would be, or I just feel tired. I'm, I'm draining. I just feel tired. I don't know why I ain't been running a marathon. It was a pretty easy day, but I'm tired. You know, I just feel drained. So I'm like, okay, let me just chill out, you know, recoup and then get back to it. I love how you said you don't have like a specific topic when you start writing and you feel and drain, you just let God take your hand and write. Because I think a lot of people get it confused when you're writing. Oh, I have to have a topic or I don't have nothing to write about when it's just like, it don't always have to be like that. Cause I get the same way. Like, Oh, I don't want to write. Cause I don't know what I want to write about or mm-hmm. what I'm writing about is boring. Like, Oh, my day was like this or, Oh, this happened when it's just like, when you need, you need to release, you really need to write. Once you start doing it, that spirit is going to grab it and get it all. Get it Absolutely. All. And sometimes I'm a doodler. Like it may not even be in a letter form or whatever it may just be different words that I'm scribbling on the paper love just emotions whatever life it could be pictures of what I want something I want to manifest like it doesn't always have to be um linear you know what I mean just let your mind go just that's what it's for that's what at least for me that's what the practice is for is just to do whatever yeah I doodle sometimes too but oddly I'm not gonna say oddly Cause I do, I want a family and I want a girl first. And I always said I'm the name right after my mom, Jocelyn Joy. So when I get to mm-hmm. like, want to write something or I want to be in a different space, I'll write out that name, Jocelyn Joy. Yes. Like, and it'll just make you feel, make me feel just like at ease, at peace. Mm-hmm. And I also notice when I'm drained, when I need just some time to myself, some self-care, my communication will just go silent I'll like drive away from everybody I won't say nothing I don't even yeah well we talked about the things that we're getting wrong with self-care but what about the things we're getting right as a black community with self-care a couple things I've noticed I love that more and more of our black people is either in therapy or considering therapy and I also love how we're seeing more and more black women step out of the society zone of being a wife and a mother and deciding to just strictly focus on their careers instead. Um, what about you, Monet? Um, I definitely agree um, with everyone being open to mental health or, you know, just discussing, you know, just being open to talk and just to be communicative. Um, about things and traumas that may have happened in the past. Um, what else? I think that's it. I think I think you got it. So before we end this off, do you have a particular? I know you mentioned it before. You only um, 
well, you start to notice when you need a little bit more self-care, but throughout the week or throughout the days, just on regular days, do you have a particular routine that you follow to make sure your self-care stays intact? Um, I think just having a routine helps my self-care. <laughs> Um, and also just know when to, you know, just to back off and, you know, give myself a little grace, you know, um, and just say, you know, be patient with myself, whether it's personally, whether it's, you know, business wise, just everything will come when it's supposed to come. And sometimes we have to give ourselves a pat on the back. So that's what I'm learning um, what to do. Um. Because we all have, whatever our story is, we all have made it to this point. And we have to acknowledge that um, in the midst of us going out for our goals as well. Yes, definitely agree with patting yourself on the back. I like to, even this is even when I'm not stressed out, just to make sure my self-health is at least a little bit up to par. I, I love to plan, especially on Sundays. I love to get all my clothes out for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, yeah. because I'm a morning person, but I'm not a morning person. I'll get up because I have to, but I'll, I know I'll be right. I'll be sleepy. So <laughs> just to cut the time out, I'll make sure I have my clothes there, make sure I have everything that I need. And I also like to leave the house early, at least 45 minutes early, because everybody knows Columbus traffic is horrible. Because when I'm overwhelmed or when I'm rushing, I already know how I'm going to act. So I always try to make sure I'm on time to work at least 30 minutes early so I can have, which is my next thing, so I can have at least 10 minutes to myself. And that's just to sit there with no worries or no deadlines or anything like that. Um, and then sometimes I like to sit and just look back, like, Five years ago, I wasn't where I'm at now. Because we always, we tend to get caught up on, oh, I should be here or I should be there. And that will literally stress your life out, stress your brain out. So I like to sit and look back like you should be here or you wanted to be here, but look where you're at now versus where you were at five years ago. So that's pretty much the routine that I like to carry. And sometimes I'll do this every day. Sometimes I have to like sit and be like, look, like you said, give yourself a pat on the back, like, look. This is where mm-hmm. you are, or this is where you want to be. But look where you was a couple years ago. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And always have, for me, a, a good playlist. Always got to have some good <laughs> music. <laughs> That's my thing. It's some, there's certain artists that can just, you know, take me there. We good. True. But have you listened to Summer Walker's new album? Yes, I have. Like it. What you think? I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, I love how she took it from beginning and then middle and then present. How she said how they really should. Yeah. And then the middle, how it was going. And now mm-hmm. it's um and then yeah. it's it's art for musicians. Cause like lately I've been seeing a lot of people don't like her album. I'm just like because mm-hmm. it's like it's toxic and things like that. But it's just like if you 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 go through something and you go through it and you had a certain time. Yeah. Just like Mary J was crying on a track. (laughs) (laughs) Or Beyonce. Like, she told us how Jay Z cheated on her. She was in the room crying and crying. Yeah, right. With Becky with the good hair. (laughs) Or uh, busting out windows. Right, right, right. What's the difference? So, yeah, I did love it. Um, 
but did you have anything else you want to add or end this out on this episode no i just um hope this episode does motivate or inspire everyone to look at their own self-care and maybe start a routine that fits them and if you do have any already we would love to hear about them so please let us know Yes, we'll create a website on our, I'm sorry, we'll create a survey on our website for you guys to be able to give us feedback or give us your self-care routine, or even let us know if you agree or disagree or if you had any add-ons. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. Well, thank you so much. This episode, I love this. I mean, I love this one. This was so good. <laughs> my favorite one. We hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. All right. Bye-bye. Hey, girl. Well, that's the end of this podcast episode. If you had any aha moments, add-ons, or feel like we left anything out, be sure to take our survey and let us know what we're doing right. We'd love to hear from you. Lastly, don't be shy. Let's get social. Follow us on Instagram and visit our website. We did all the legwork for you, so the links are in the description box below. And before you go, I love a little recap. So really quick, let's go into we covered how self-care has become trendy and privileged. We expressed ways to recognize when you need some self-care. And we dived into ways to give yourself some extra self-care. I hope you enjoy. Bye.